Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Morning. Morning, pal. Uh, what's your situation? Who's in? Who's in the house? What's going on? Everyone's in the house. All Everyone's the time, the forever. And that is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, you're um, having to like. Luckily, we've got a bit of a garden to have a run around. And I've got a shed, yes. which I've always detested the phrase man cave. Mm. But it has uh, it's become that now. I get a bet, yeah. Steve Cave. Yeah. Yeah. Was, me me and son it. goes in there whether we watch uh, Buster Keaton films. <laughs> I don't know why that's yeah. become a thing. He's four, but I like it. <laughs> that's fine. That's absolutely fine. You need those moments. That's. I think that's the thing as well yeah. with this whole situation is you have to be able to say to your partner or your kids or your, you know, your parents, whoever you are living with, you have to be able to say, look, I love you. Absolutely love you more but than you anything. But you are doing my show. head in. <laughs> <laughs> but I just need an hour or so a day. That's just me. That's just a bit of me time. Because like, I would stick with, um, obviously, I, I was you know, way on tour. I, I, I would be in my last week of this of this musical tour this week. Um, and, you know, there was definitely moments that I thought, crikey, I'd be just having brunch in High Wycombe now. I mean, that's been my dream this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're just thinking... It's everyone's oh, dream, isn't it, really, brunching out with <laughs> Oh, man, I'd be tucking into an Eggs Benedict now. In oh. Caffeine in a cafe somewhere. And, instead, uh, you go in, is there any bread? Why is there no bread? Is no one getting bread? Am I the only one no getting bread? bread? There's no bread. <laughs> I felt like going out this morning and just... I mean, I wouldn't shake the bin men's hand, of course, because it's illegal now, but... Um, I felt like just saying thanks, lads. Thanks for yeah. coming and sorting this today because the amount of stuff we're getting through. The, yeah, and you can't. Yeah, and you can't give. The, if it's not an organised clap, if you start clapping them, it'll look like a slow hand clap because they've yeah, arrived late. Like, yeah, oh, well done, lads. Oh, well done, mate. Only an hour late. It <laughs> yeah, look a bit exactly, like that. Yeah, yeah a bit sarky. Uh, but I think it's okay in every relationship. It's okay to say to a partner, "Look." We just need a bit of time in the day for ourselves. It's okay. I, I've definitely missed even just like driving to the shop or whatever is and doing the shopping. That's like a that's like going out on holiday now. Yeah, Do you, know you get I mean? time like, to just relax your mind, don't you, and think about something exactly. else. You, when when you did those things, you can obviously when don't you... do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes. So don't text in this morning, uh, but you certainly can get in touch with us on uh, on social media, on the Facebook and the Twitters and whatnot. Um, it's always lovely to hear from you. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What's your week been like this week? Is your um, is your house like spotless? Yeah, we've done a well. My wife did uh, the downstairs. I yeah. did uh, the upstairs. We sort of, you know, and then moved the kitchen, the dishwasher. I don't know about anybody else. Dishwashers and washing machines. We seem to be getting yeah. through about three or four loads a day. Oh, easy, easy. What is that? I have no idea. We're using cups and plates that I don't even remember buying. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's I don't it's, understand. I mean, how... The houses are very clean. Yeah. I also don't understand how a family of people who aren't going anywhere are getting through so many clothes. No, I don't understand that either because, I mean, I'm basically wandering around in, uh, in like, my pyjama, my comfies. You know, in the yeah. evening when you get your comfies on. That yeah. used to be, what, 8 o'clock at night you'd pop those oh, yeah. comfies on, watch the telly. They're going on 4 or 5 o'clock now because I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going out again. I'm not going well, out full stop. I've got, I've got day pyjamas and night pyjamas. Oh, that's a good system. Are they that's different colours? Yeah, they're different colours. I wear different things every day. Um, I've never wore so many tracky bottoms and T-shirts in my life. I mean, yesterday I did uh, the Steph show on Channel 4, yeah. uh, which is like a live, you know, sort of chat. And um, it's fine. It's a good old fun show there. And I had to put on, like, trousers and a shirt, like, just... And, and like, go to the bathroom and sort my hair out and trim my beard a little bit and put a bit of powder on. Um, yeah. And honestly, I felt like a million dollars. I'd never felt more beautiful in my life. <laughs> <laughs> just a little thought, bit of effort, oh, isn't it? Just making just a, little a little bit, bit of effort. effort. I thought, oh, look at that. You are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you are beautiful. <laughs> that's, how, that's exactly how I felt. Aguilera. <laughs> no. I've started uh, just wearing aftershave now. 
just to, oh, yeah. like you were saying about putting clothes on and making a bit of an effort. Because mm. I can't do anything else. Mm. I can't get my hair cut. Uh, so I'm just popping a bit of aftershave on just to make, make nice. yourself feel a bit nice. And also when nice. I do go out the house, if anyone says, oh, nice aftershave, I go, you're too close. <laughs> two meters. Yes, like you're too close. Get back. You can smell this after. I might get a t-shirt. If you can smell my aftershave, you are too close. <laughs> six foot away or six foot under. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. If you're following me on social media, you will know that I have uh, been scrubbing my house to a point where it, it got so much yesterday that I um I was cleaning underneath the sink in the bathroom just in my boxer shorts because it was so hot. And uh and I was so proud of myself that I was cleaning so much. And because gravity worked in such a way, I looked quite like thin. <laughs> lying down. That. Yeah, because I was lying yeah. down. I'm posting that. Um, there's a picture of me uh, hoovering on top of the door frames and on top of the doors. I'm really going wow. for it. on the. Cl- yeah, I'm really like... So, because my wife will you, go... What, you mean you've reached up with a thing rather than you're stood on the top of the door frame hoovering? <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a borrower, just like <laughs> with a little vac. <laughs> um, I no, you just actually... lost it and going, I climb up there. <laughs> I was picturing like a tiny borrower character with a tiny hoover just, just going, walk, walking, along the, <laughs> walking along the door. Uh, no, mine is no. Just using the uh, you know the, the the extension of the of the Hoover, uh, yeah. the vacuum cleaner. Apologies, brand yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and there is definitely a thing where because what I have noticed is a lot of men posting online um, of things they've done around the house that they've never usually done. <laughs> it's like it's almost like blokes need to. Um, there just needs to be a moment where we document this. Yeah, no, or, or there needs to be a pandemic before they get involved. <laughs> we actually do our own. I will mad, do the really. dishes when there's a pandemic. <laughs> Now's your time, Frank. Oh. Yep, off you go. I've had a few fellas message me, say, Jase, you're making us look bad here by doing all your uh, yeah, that, spring that cleaning. Good, it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like three hours to do the bathroom, and it's not a big bathroom. But right. I, was just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like in every corner. But it was a photo op, wasn't it? So it was more about setting up the camera between yeah, those. Yeah, an hour and a half. Right, I'm going to do the sink now, get the lights over this side. <laughs> our, our house is, um, yeah, it's re- it's, we've really gone for it. But of course the problem is there's nowhere to go or put anything. There's no charity shops open. There's no tips oh, open. I know, I know. So, I, I did the garden and I discovered that. I was like, right, that's all that in bags. Oh, Oh, exactly. We're in exactly the same situation. And obviously we're at that point where on a Wednesday the kids might say very bravely, uh, OK, yeah, we'll get rid of those toys and they can go to a charity shop. Mm. And then on, like, Friday, one of them's had a look in the bag. Found a box again, yeah, found, found a bag of toys. It's like new toys. Like, oh, yeah. look at these. Let's put they're all back in the blooming playroom. It's a yeah. nightmare. Yeah, it is. Jason Manford on After I posted my um, pictures of what I'd been up to uh, cleaning the house, um, uh, some people uh, replied to say what they would have been up to today. And it's amazing what people get up to when when these parameters have been set. You know, I think there's something about parameters that make you almost more creative... Yeah, uh, I agree. And thoughtful yeah. in 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 that moment, you know, a, a, like we know when we're writing stuff, a, a blank page is hard. But if somebody says write about this, yeah. you, you know, it's a bit it's a bit easier. Um, so it's amazing the different things people are up to. Uh, some people have also tried to tidy up and do their things. Mandy says, uh, "I sorted up my bedroom out. It looks like Primark on a Saturday afternoon." That's the problem in it. You get to that point in the day where you think, "Oh, I've started too late in the day now to get this finished." Yeah, and my house is a mess. Yeah, and the, yeah, when you when it's all in piles everywhere, and you go, oh, there seems to be more stuff than than I thought. <laughs> and you're trying to Marie Kondo it. I mean, it's yeah, it's impossible, isn't it? I mean, she's hers, hers was a good show that Marie Kondo show, that tiny yeah. show on Netflix. We were obsessed with it, weren't we? When it came on, you had to say goodbye to things that don't. What was the word that don't sparkle or something, wasn't it? Don't make yes, it don't um, elicit joy. That's it, yeah. I think that's what she said. So, yeah, which is, um, it's been hard. I've had to say goodbye to all of my children this week. <laughs> yeah, tough week. <laughs> uh, Amanda uh, has said, um, listed all the cars I've had in chronological order. 
Well, that's uh, that's what yeah, she's that's, been doing. That's good. That's good. What's it, what's, what cars have you had in chronological order? Let's, let's Ooh, go through your let cars. Let me think. I started with it was my dad's uh, uh, brown. I think it was a Marina, Morris Marina. I think. Nice. Yeah, and then I had my after brown. that. Brown. You my, don't see any brown cars you anymore. Don't see a Marina <laughs> anymore. <laughs> no, you don't see a brown. brown. I mean, I am colourblind, so it could have been green. It could have been green. <laughs> it could have been blue. <laughs> Who knows brown what colour it was? Car. I think Amazing. it was brown. And then I had a blue, like a sky blue. It's my dad's car again. It was a Ford Orion, which was basically an Escort by another name. Amazing. And then I had my first car on my own that wasn't Andy Downs to me, which was a, a, a Fiat Ponto, I think. The then onto the Steeler that got smashed up outside my house in Levertube. Yes, how did <laughs> that then, happen there? Uh, somebody reversed into it. It actually spun it round in the road. Unbelievable. So Punto, I think I was going to sell it to you, wasn't I? I think there was a moment where I was yeah. going to buy that car off you and then went, nah, do you know what? I think for one of your brothers was just passing his tests. Yeah, then he got hit <laughs> yes. by a car and I went, you still interested? I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to quit on it. <laughs> yeah. Bonnets are overrated, though. You know, if you need to change the oil, you've got to do all that work, lifting, lifting, lifting. It just goes straight in now. Uh, so you had the Stilo, and then what did you have? Uh, then I, I got a Jagner. That's my. Oh, that's nice. the car I bought. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I know. Yeah, that's the one, isn't so, it? I mean, it's it it's a good car. It's no good in the winter, though, is it? Oh, it's awful in the winter. It's Absolutely terrible. awful. Can't, I mean, I got stuck in a service station once when there was a little I remember you missed this show snow. because of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a bad one. But, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't a massive load of snow. But, yeah, I was yeah. trapped in the middle of Hazelmere or somewhere on a hill. I, what have in the I morning. had? I had a Citroen ZX was my first car. Yeah. I couldn't even you tell had you what You had Octavia, didn't you? Snow. Skoda Octavia. And then I, I bought a Skoda Octavia. It was silver. silver. It wasn't silver, white. Yeah. I, nobody should be driving a white car. It looks like a suck smarty. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird colour for a car. I've never liked that was your That was your stand-up getting to gigs car, wasn't it? Your that Octavia, was my... I, that. I asked the taxi driver, what's the, you do a lot of miles, mate. What's the best car to get? He said, the Octavia. I said, I'm on it. And do you know what? Right. That car is still in my family now somewhere. An uncle yeah, has it, or a cousin so has it. It's still about 200,000 miles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing car. That was one of there where I sort of, I, I think I drove down to Eli to buy it. You know, when you sort of, this yeah. is like back in the day when you'd search for a proper car like online. Not, not everything was just right there on your doorstep. And then you had to go there and sort of um, kick the tyres and pretend you know what you're on about. Yeah, how pretend you know what I was talking about. <laughs> how many carbs has it, uh, has it got? <laughs> How many carbs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of, mm-hmm. what sort of carbs does this baby have for the carbs? <laughs> you saying carbs or cars? <laughs> Just, all right, how much do you want for it? <laughs> this is exactly that. Uh, what else did I have? I'm trying to think. Oh, then I, I had a, a Jaguar myself at one point. That was nice. Uh, yeah. And then I and then kids came along, and now I'm in a people carrier. Yeah. Uh, and that's my life. <laughs> that's what yeah, I've been now. That's what you have car. to drive now. That old one with its chocolate walnut interior. This one, just mostly chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it is now, smeared against the windows. Just broken toys from McDonald's and broken dreams. Yeah, bits of rice cake down the back of everything. Everywhere, it gets everywhere, everywhere. rice cake. Everywhere. Raisins everywhere, everywhere you look. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve Edge is in the house. Well, he's in his, Morning. his house. Morning, I'm in my house, yeah. <laughs> yes, not very much, not this one. Everybody's in the house at the moment, aren't they? Everyone's in the house, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, ask, we're asking people what they've been up to. Uh, Alison said, today I started to decant the slow gin that has been in the jar for four years. Oh, that'll four be a good years one, she's been in there, she's gone round going for it. One. Not sure of its alcoholic content now, but who cares? I've got nowhere important to be anymore. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess that that's the thing. You start going through all the stuff that you got for Christmas and gifts and working out if there's anything in there. Stuff that you've won. We, we had something in the cupboard that we won at a Tombola. And it you was like a tombola, though, don't you, too? well, no, I don't. My wife loves a tombola. She, she loves a tombola. I think she's got a problem, if I'm honest. <laughs> At least very specific gambling problem. Oh, no, it's got to be a tombola. And she, she, you know, she wins a lot, but it's never anything. It was like a some sort of Czech spirit that had two things floating in the bottom that looked like, uh, well, I mean, uh, well, it looked bad. <laughs> it's not good. Not good. I don't know what they were. I don't know what fruit they were. They were really <laughs> funny-looking fruits. Man, man fruit, I think I'd call them. That's what it looked oh, like. I don't want to know about man fruit. That sounds awful. That's what it looked don't like. Don't Google man fruit, whatever you do. No, please don't. Uh, Layla says, Jason, I made a, a photo kissing booth for my puppy. That's, that's what she nice. made. She made that's a photo booth. 
Well, that's crafty. Everyone's take... getting a bit crafty, aren't they? That's they good. are, yeah. Yeah, they are, actually. People are making things. My um, uh, brother-in-law made a mud kitchen. What's that? This is like... Um, uh, it's outside. You put it in the garden, and uh, it's essentially like a kid's kitchen with bowls and, you know, stirrers and stuff like that, but yeah. it's just mud. You just throw mud in there, water, oh, okay. and they make, they make yeah. mud pies and... You know, it's like somewhere from the sixties, but it's like a proper, proper nice. thing. They've gone for it. It's good, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People are desperate. They're playing with mud. You got to find something to do in these times. Just, Anything will do. It's just got to that point. Um, who else? Uh, Carol today went along with her colleagues uh, to NHS Blood and Organ Transplant Service, uh, collecting vital blood supplies for all patients that are still in need. That is something you can still do uh, even during lockdown. If you're, uh, you know, as long as you're, you're well enough and you, you're not having any symptoms, you are still allowed to go and donate blood. They've, they've come down 15, 20% on donations, which is fine at the moment. They've got plenty in the bank, if you will uh mm. but they i did get an email the other day actually from the the people were well, the people where i go and donate blood to say you still are allowed this is essential so you are still allowed to go and do that um if good to if know that's the sort of thing you want to do yeah um and uh, paul vanston has started the dangerous dangerous pastime of starting a brand new game of football manager on his pc Oh, that's time-consuming as well, isn't it? It's a dangerous start, isn't it? I mean, there's no football on the telly. I get why you want to do it, but, yeah. you know, it starts off, I'll just play for half an hour. Three weeks later, you're in a full suit at your cup final. <laughs> cup final, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fully dressed, yeah. tie and everything, giving your own uh, press conferences. You're running, <laughs> you know, running upstairs to look at the other telly just to see what VAR's got to say and then just disagreeing with it. <laughs> ah, <some> rubbish. <laughs> yeah, doing press it's conferences, a- yeah. That is a time-consuming game. Be careful starting a brand-new game of Football Manager. Once you're in, you're in for good. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. How many times a day does your son ask for a snack, Steve? Uh, I think it's about five times in about ten minutes. Yes. Is that normal? Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think it is. I saw someone online say the other day, they said to their kids, do you ask for this many snacks when you're at school? And the kids said, no, of course I don't. And they said, well, use your school stomach then. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Which I think is a good, it's a good reply, isn't it? I well, like my son that. did the thing when he ate his dinner yesterday at sort of mm. half five and then went, oh, I'm hungry. You got any snacks? Like, do you yeah. mean you just had your dinner? I know. My kids think they get a pudding on every meal. Did you have a pudding at every meal when you were a kid? We never had puddings, ever. ever. No. That's why I've got a sweet tooth. When I was a kid, we never had puddings. No, we no. had we would have a pudding maybe twice a week. My we kids were poor back it. in them days. We were poor though. I think every now and again, every now and again on a on a Sunday there'd, there'd be a dinner dinner some stewed fruit and we'd put carnation milk on it. But that were out once every three months. We had nout and we were grateful. <laughs> That's exactly what I've been doing into. Yeah. I've got the did you have, did you have, um, did you have a pudding when you were a kid? No, we'd have like, a, they'd be, on occasion, there'd be a jam roly-poly or something if my dad had mm. fancied cooking something in the afternoon. Um, uh, maybe a rice pudding uh, on, yeah. on occasion. Uh, but that was it, really. There was never, it was never, oh, like, oh sometimes we'd have, um, like, it'd be like tin peaches, but with, um, like, Carnation cream. Yeah, that's what. If we had that, it was once every. <laughs> I mean, weird, you know, what a weird pudding. I've never seen what, that since. No, no. I've never no, been I, in a in a I, restaurant. It's God. kind of a lockdown <laughs> pudding, though, isn't it? You can get all those things. <laughs> Tin peaches with evaporated milk. <laughs> I, mean, I think. I think when I was a kid, the deep fat fryer was sort of invented around the time I was a kid. I don't know what we'd have yeah. done without that. We literally had chips and egg <laughs> yeah. every day. I think. I know we do like proper meals in this house, and I, I realised the other day when I was like, you know, obviously you get to the point where you're getting low on on what, what's in there, and we had like beans, bird's eye potato waffles, and they're like waffly versatile. Those guys, they are. To be fair, they go with everything. Yeah. They go with everything, and uh, uh, and and like a mini chicken Kievs or whatever, like you know, yeah. something like that. And it was like a proper and some buttered bread, and I was like, that's. And the kids were looking at me like. <laughs> What is this monstrosity? What is this? I was like, that is what I used to eat all the time when I was a kid. I mean, I dream, I dream of a chicken Kiev. Sometimes it was just the beans and the and the waffle, but, depending but, on what but was where's it. Where's the hummus? Yeah, exactly. They're just staring at you as I'm putting my chicken Kiev between two pieces of white bread and what having a Kiev sandwich. What have we raised? Oh, monsters, mate! Monsters. My son did say that the other day. Where's the hummus? 
Oh, Where's the four, man? I didn't see hummus till I was like 44. No, easy. <laughs> I mean, it was only about six months ago I saw her an avocado. I mean, yeah. what world do these I, kids live I in? Don't know. <laughs> what was that noise at the end? No, 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 no. I was very, very drunk. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. We're real music. Matters. What's your uh, what's your setup today, Steve? I've I've been uh, I'm I'm up in the spare room, um, and do I say spare room? I've been using it pretty much every day. It's become the room. But the problem is, there's a bit of pressure when you've done like I did Good Morning Britain last week. I did uh, the Steph show the other day on Channel Four. There's a bit of pressure of what goes on behind you now. You've got to start. Yeah, you know, put, yeah. you've got to do it in front. I mean, every single person seems to do it in front of a bookcase. Uh, I think, yeah, it seems that they start in front of a bookcase and then when they do yeah. their second link, because I've seen a few people now, the second link's yeah. sometimes in the kitchen going, look at my kitchen, it's quite nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's weird, isn't taps. it? Yesterday, I, I was doing the Steph show with uh, Faye Ripley and I was like, I, I was like having to tidy up behind me, like put, putting, things on the, putting things away. The rest of the room was a mess, but behind me was all right. And I looked at Faye Ripley's house. She had a beautiful house, like a gorgeous oh, yeah. kitchen, like she'd really got the perfect that's angle. The, that's your cold feet money right there. Yeah, exactly. That's when that came back. We're getting a kitchen extension. Come on. Yeah. Good news, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what's your setup? How are you today? Why don't you send me a picture of what's going on? I'll send you a picture. I'm in the box bedroom. After okay. last week, you know, I was under a duvet, like a winter yeah, duvet. It was hot, and I, it? Yeah, I nearly died. Uh, and I thought, I don't don't put any more pressure on the NHS at a time like this by doing a radio show for three hours under a duvet. No, we don't. Just do be that. sensible. So what I've done is I've now got. Um, I'm in the same room, but I've got yeah. a curved mat. It's like a it's like a mattress out of a travel cot for a baby. Yeah, when my yeah, son was yeah. Little. And you know, I mentioned macrame last week. That the oh, yeah. wife, yeah, the sort of uh, knitting thing. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, I've got it here. Yeah, oh, crikey. So, <laughs> That's uh, now use. Yeah, so I'm inside this thing, and uh, wow. I've got a little pillow on the top. It's good, isn't it? And I've got my back to the wind, so I've, I'm cool now. I've got to and say, I'm Steve, close to do sort of terms and conditions apply, and all uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> do all that much, yeah. yeah. Not available in Northern Ireland. Um, it's um, <laughs> all that speed, isn't it? There, it is. Yeah, they must speed it up though. They, those people, and they do. do they do. I've seen, them, I've seen them clip it. Yeah, it's great. Um, I am looking at this. Uh, maybe it's just the way my mind works, but that looks a bit filthy to me. Like, there's a, I'll post it online. If you, I'm going to post is... it online if you don't mind, Steve. It's got a, a slight. Uh, I mean, the mattress is a bit filthy because it's. The <laughs> I mean, it, it yeah. literally is. No, but the actual shape of it with the mic in the middle there and the sort of. Uh, I think you've just got a mocky mind. Maybe I have, but it looks. What's the female equivalent of phallic? <laughs> Yonic. <I don't... laughs> Yonic is the phrase. Yonic? Uh, Yonic is, it? is the phrase. Yeah. Is, well, is, obviously, uh, I can't see what you can see because I'm, I'm right. inside, so I don't know what it looks okay. like. Well, I I'm going to post it. this online and I'm going to see if anyone else can see what I Well, you've put see. it in their minds now, haven't you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to post it. I'm not, I'll post it before okay. the show goes out so we'll know by Sunday whether or not it was just my filthy mind or your weird setup that looks... Crikey. Okay, well, if they can have, like, if you could, people could put, like, lines, what they think that is, what part of your phallic madness this is. Yeah, it's sort of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right word. Vulvic, is that? Vulvic. <laughs> is that the water? Is that the water? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there's a sponsorship we're not going to get. <laughs> or... <laughs> Vulvic. Uh... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, let's leave it there. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Talking uh, earlier, Steve, about your sort of list of cars that you've had throughout the years. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a story in the paper this week about a South African, a prominent South African politician who passed away and was laid to rest in his beloved Mercedes car instead of a regular casket, as per his last wish. Uh, as former leader of the United Democratic Movement, 
to Shkakedi Bufton Pisto, uh, died last week after collapsing in his driveway as he was making his way uh, to his second-hand 1990s Mercedes E500 limousine. The former businessman had once had an entire fleet of luxurious Mercedes cars but was forced to sell them in recent years after falling on hard times. He did manage to keep this E500, and even though it had broken down and couldn't be driven, he still enjoyed just spending time in it listening to the radio. It was his favourite thing in the world, and he even told his family he wanted to be buried in it uh, when his time came. Last weekend, uh, that wish was honoured. And there's actual pictures on the site here of the car being lowered in to the to the grave with him inside it, all his family and so, friends sat around. So they had to dig a massive hole for the car. I mean, you've got to spare a thought for the grave diggers. That must yeah, have took weeks. Did he have a little sticker saying, we are the cars a coffin? <laughs> It's a mad old situation, that, isn't it? The priest read a passage from the Bible, then had to do an oil change. That's the weirdest <laughs> thing about it. Can't be good for the environment as well. I mean, it can't be, can it? Tyres I mean, and oil and battery acid. There's got to be a system there. You know, rest in peace, fella, but that is bonkers, that, isn't it? Rust I mean, in what peace. on earth? Yeah. Rust in peace, yeah, exactly. It just doesn't seem... Doesn't seem right to me. I mean, you've got to leave a couple you of magic trees. Can't just be buried in anything, well. can you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you can't. You've, there's got to be just because you write it in your last will and testament doesn't mean that it has to be done. Yeah, no, and it's also you feel for like his wife would have sort of gone. Uh, oh, where's them earrings? Oh, they're in the glove box. And ah, oh, oh, oh Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was looking at, um, I posted it online before and asking people about theirs, because obviously some people do have a real affinity with their cars. Like, they yeah. really feel like it's part of them, you know. And, I, and I've, I've sort of had that to a certain degree, but definitely not to a point where I would want to spend eternity in it. No. I mean, I've been on the M6 and it's felt like eternity. Yeah, that's as close as you've been to eternity, and that's pretty close. I, I don't think I'd be up for that at all. Joe says on Facebook um, that there always seems to be a thing about Beatles. She's got a Beatle called Bridget, and and I love her. She makes me smile every day, even the worst days. So I can see, you know, if you've got a, a relationship with your car like that, but you know, not to a point yeah, where you yeah. buried in it, are you? I mean, Joyce says uh, no. she had a Triumph Spitfire bought in 1977 in British Racing Green. Oh, sounds nice. The ragtop leaked when it rained. The ragtop? No. I can't be... Is that a real phrase? It's called a uh, ragtop. A ragtop uh, when it rained, and I saw, uh, but I solved that with draft excluders. She put draft excluders in her car. Oh, good. Yeah, the good, cylinder good. head gasket blew habitually, so I eventually swapped it for a Ford Escort uh, that uh, was... Wasn't half of half as fun, but people no. do care and love their car. People have names for the car. Have you ever named your car? Well, obviously, I've got a camper van, haven't I? And it's got a name. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. What's I, I think Elaine, my camper van. Elaine, well, the, the, the Reg's kind of nearly sells it. Says Elaine. Oh, I see. I think you. I think the reason just people in the in the hard shoulder. You're just <laughs> yeah. stuck to, desperate to get in that Elaine. Yeah, <laughs> can't get in that Elaine. It's. Um, I think with. Stuff like old cars and sort of camper vans, mm. I think you have to give them a name because yeah. you have to sort of pretend they're a person because otherwise yeah. you go, why am I wasting all this money on a load of metal? <laughs> Whereas if you go, ah, oh, Elaine needs a new five grand engine. Ah, oh, does she? <laughs> I love Elaine. That sort of makes, it's for Elaine, God's sake. You know, that it, that's, you know, better than going, because you would just go, yeah. oh, bin it. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> messaged me on their Facebook, said, I had a Rover 216 we called Brum Brum. Not the most original of names. Uh, it was yeah. an old banger, but I got given it for free. It broke down a lot, but I thought uh, it just gave him a tenacious character. That's, that's what you just said about making it yeah. a bit human. Give it a name. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I got married, he was my wedding car, but he sadly passed away after being taken banger racing. But that is how he would have wanted to go. What? Taking <laughs> <laughs> banger racing. Of course he sadly passed away. Sadly did, passed away he? when we threw him off a cliff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Mark Vine says, my 96 Ford Escort Assay. I didn't like the car, and I did try to kill it on a number of occasions, but it never let me down. We've done some miles together over the years, and I shed a few tears when it finally passed away. People are saying their cars passed away. Here. I know. It's funny, funny. I think the cars that you have no respect for and you wish would just explode, they never yeah. break down. You're like, no. as soon as this breaks, I'll get a nice car. And they never. They're, like, really no. good. They can hear you. going, ah, I'm just keep going forever, mate. No, you put petrol in me for two years. <laughs> <laughs> like Christine uh, <laughs> yeah exactly Charlotte Mason said uh, 
if I was ever going to get buried in a car, it would have to be my red Fiesta. I put black spots on it so it was like a ladybird. Oh, nice. All right. That's weird. You see that when the Fiat 500 went, people put the little eyelashes on the... Yeah, that's like weird. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that should be illegal, shouldn't it? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> just yeah, not, I'm not, into not that. for cause safety, just like taste. It should be. Yeah, just silly, isn't it? Imagine spending all that money on researching and designing and making cars and it's all yeah make sure it's like road road safe and everything i think unless you run a like a beauty salon and your car's got that on the side there's no reason for having those absolutely no reason to be putting eyelashes on cars we're dealing with the big issues here on absolute radio this morning (laughs) the rest of the world can deal with the coronavirus we're talking about how you shouldn't be allowed to put eyelashes on cars The lockdown has uh, it's been it's been interesting, hasn't it? But you've learned a lot about yourself, I imagine. You've learned a lot about your family and your friends. Yeah. Um, but it was only the Loud, other day. A lot louder than I thought. Yeah, they are a lot louder. I agree. Uh, they, it was only the other day I was looking through my diary and I was sort of taking a few things out of my diary. You know, whether this lockdown gets extended to yeah. uh, you know end, end of May or whatever they're saying. Um, so I was just taking some things out and we had a holiday booked. You know, so we're trying to get the money back from that. And uh, and I also had. Because obviously we're gutted about that. We had a holiday booked, and you know, we're, we're, the children were upset, and we we had the conversation, yeah. and we're in a situation where you don't know whether you can postpone it to another time. Let's just we'll we'll, we'll just cancel, and, and hopefully we can go on holiday another time uh, next year. Um, but all is not negative, Steve. Go on. All the things I was taking out my diary. Yes, I was sad to see work go. Yes, I was sad to see the holiday go. But one of the things came up: May bank holiday weekend, Friday yeah. to Monday. I was down for Tom's Benidorm Stag Do. Oh, you're not going to miss that, are you? I'm going to miss the Benidorm Stag Do. Now, I was oh. booked in into my three-star hotel. I was yeah. flying with EasyJet. It was all booked in. I was well looking forward to going. A yeah. Stag Do with uh, two brother-in-laws, three brother-in-laws. Who, who are these people? Where do you know them so, from? Are they... So Tom is my brother-in-law. Is, is, is Lucy's oh, okay. brother. Right, okay. Gotcha. And... Uh, uh, his two brothers, obviously, I know them. They're all fine. I mean, they're from mm. Kent and they're United fans, but I can deal yeah. with that. I can yeah, deal with that. To be expected. To be expected. It's fine. I mean, if anything, that plays into my hands. I keep can keep that myth going. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, what I wasn't necessarily looking forward to was twenty other lads, 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 mm. uh, or dads, 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 as it would have been. That's uh, actually worse. I, I went to one oh, last year in lads on load tour. Of, loads of Burnley lads. Oh, and I thought yeah. it was going to be Burnley, lads, Burnley. But it wasn't. They were just going, the thing about Brexit, yeah? Yeah, my oh, friend no. works in Hong Kong. And they're like, oh, what's <laughs> going on here? I've made my own gin. Somebody had made their own gin. I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be like Burnley madness. Raucous, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was It was dads on tour. <laughs> dads on tour. Oh, so you're going to um, miss that. You're going to miss the Benidorm. Benidorm yeah, so I'm going to miss it. And um, I can't say I'm, you know, well, I'm mean, gutted for a, them because obviously yeah, I've got a soft spot but, for Benidorm, obviously. But I know, um, of course, I understand. Um, but yeah, not so much stag do's. <laughs> no, not a stag do in Benidorm. Um, so I asked on Facebook. I said, "What has the lockdown actually gotten you out of?" Yes, there's Good. a lot of negatives when it comes to it. What are the positives? What, what are the positives? What have you? <laughs> you sound like Partridge then. Yeah. What are the positives? <laughs> Uh, who's it got you out of seeing? What has mm. it got you out of doing? Because there are, there will be things that you secretly think, all right, well, that's a bonus. Beth says, <laughs> yeah. uh, my 50th birthday party has been cancelled up until next year. So on oh. the upside, I get to be 49. She's 49, yeah. yeah she's for another count. year. Don't count. That's your 49. Absolutely. That's it. This, birth, this, this year doesn't exist so far. Nah. It's not even started yet. I'm not even going to include it. Vanessa says, it's meant my daughter has now left school, which means she didn't do her GCSEs that she spent a lot of time on and put a lot of effort into. And that is obviously absolutely gutted and and, uh, and stressful for a lot of students. Yeah. But she says, to see her not stressed, not be anxious, not be tired, uh, not to see her upset or overloaded with homework every day has made us all much happier than any grades could have been. That's a see, nice positive way of looking at it, yeah, it? That's a bonus, isn't it? I don't know how they're doing them. Are they going off like predicted grades? Mock, your mock exams, aren't they? That's what they were oh, talking man. about. Aren't they? I mean, no, I there failed must be mine somebody anyway. who there must be somebody who stormed their mocks and was like, oh, "I think yeah. I did that well." And now they're going. Now I've got to do the real work now. And they go, "No, I haven't anymore." 
Yeah, there must be. Yeah, but on the flip side, there must be people who didn't do great and thought, right, I'm going to turn make up it round. Yeah, really going to knuckle down now. Yeah, no. Oh, and it's sort of university be... and all that. It all you can't plan the next bit until you know that bit. It must be really no. sort of weird. I mean, right? I got, I got, uh, mine was almost record breaking. My GCSE results. I got a letter, a different letter for every subject. I literally did. Uh, A stars there were when I... I think that was the first year of A stars. So A star drama, A English language, B English literature, C maths, and then it was like D science, E geography, F history, and U for technology. (laughs) I got a letter. All the way, yes. Brilliant. I did every letter. I mean, you couldn't couldn't plan it. That's good, isn't it? You couldn't plan it. Yeah, that's good. Got away with that. Absolutely got away with that. But I, I, uh, I do feel for all those students and pupils and stuff and people who uh, potentially have finished school now because of what's happened. Uh, it must be absolutely heartbreaking. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. I'll tell you one of the other things I've got out of, Steve. I mean, I say got out of. Obviously, I was well up for doing it. I was very excited for doing it. Naturally. And it was for a good yeah, cause. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, I was because I'd never yeah, got around yeah, to doing it before. Yeah, of course, yeah. um, but part of me was thinking, "Oh my god, how the heck am I ever going to be we- ready for that?" Um, and that was Soccer Aid in June. Oh, I was yeah. signed up, ready to play in Soccer Aid. Lee Mack kept saying, "Oh, come and play Soccer Aid," and I thought, "Well, I'm not as bad as Lee Mack. I'm not great, yeah. but at least I won't be the worst player uh, on the, <laughs> in, the, in, the yeah. in the games." And uh, and now that, of course, has been postponed till uh, later on. I was nervous about it. I was also signed, because obviously I'd signed up to play for England, but they said there was too many England players, so I had to play for the rest of the world team. Oh, are you representing the Republic or something? Yeah, I guess my I got in on my, you know, on my uh, Nana's... Nana's <laughs> passport. John Aldridge <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, situation. Yeah. Uh, Why is Jason but, playing for Ghana? <laughs> well, I had a distant <laughs> uncle. I did 23 and me. Yeah. And uh, apparently, <laughs> it's like 0.5%. Yeah. yeah. Did you do 23 and me? It's good, wasn't it? Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. I did not tell you. Well, no, I don't know. My, oh, no, yeah, you did tell me that bit. I, gave I don't know what your parents. results were. Um, oh, like 99.9% Northwest England. <laughs> I mean, it could, like, it could have been more specific. Oh, there's a surprise. Yeah. It was a, I think there was a bit of Africa and a bit of. Australasia, but um, nothing exciting, nothing to get I was, I was into. 27% Spain and Portugal. Now that does surprise me. It did surprise me, but I do, yeah. you know, I do tan easily, so I think my natural colour... Yes, no, I can is, see that. Because I'm quite, you know, pale, but I think I tan yeah. very easily, so maybe that's... And you've got that know, fiery temp- temper I as well, have, yeah. yeah, and I'm great <laughs> <laughs> with... The, if you you throw a pair of castanets at me, I can oh. play any old iron, any old anything you want. I can play anything on it. I can play songs from uh, yeah, it's weird, you know that, the musicals. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been listening to a few podcasts now, uh, like murder podcasts. You know, these seem to be like the big thing, and yeah. uh, crime podcasts. And a lot of people, like cold cases from thirty, forty years ago, yeah, are being yeah. caught because of the twenty three and Me, the, the the searching your DNA. Oh really? People are finding, like, yeah, they're finding uh, relatives of of people. So, yeah, it must uh, it must be terrifying. I mean, there was one. Uh, I was going to say it must be terrifying for someone who murders someone. I think that's okay oh, to be scared. Poor, those poor guys. Uh, oh, who's the real victim here? Yeah, um, yeah. there was there was um, uh, there was one I was listening to uh, a little ba- while back, which was I think it was called Sick, and it was about a doctor in America who had. Uh, was in tra- charge of sort of um, artificially inseminating uh, women for you know for pregnancy. Yeah, and was using his own. You might have Ooh. seen this story. It was a no, huge I do story. Remember this story. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was massive, a wasn't it? Huge story, and uh, and he was fine. Got away with it for like thirty odd years. And it was only when these DNA searches came out, a couple of people, a couple of people put their stuff on there and found. Hang on a minute, I've got twenty five percent the same DNA as these 12 yeah. different people. Yeah, you have a half-sister. You have 27 half-sisters. Yeah, what? and gradually they worked it out that they all had the same doctor who had, had been looking after their mum yeah. uh, during the uh, during that situation. Crikey! Yes. It, it, when, he, when he read about 23andMe or DNA searches coming out, he must have been giving it... Because when he first did it, he must have thought, that will nev- this will never come back on me. No one e- will ever be able yeah. to find out. This, this, is, this is random. Crime. No one's ever going to find me. It'd be fine. They yeah. came for a baby. They got a baby. We're all fine. 
Yeah. And then gradually, over the years, he must have been giving it, oh, my God, my days are numbered. Yeah. But that's Just a good one. That's sick. Yeah, it's called child, yeah, on, child on, support on. money he's going to have to pay as well. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got not a penny that. left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when they're getting, like, a, a coach ready for Father's Day. Yeah, that's when yeah. you know <laughs> something's gone wrong. Music matters. I feel like I was a bit harsh there in that last link. I feel like what I said mean? that I was a better footballer than Lee Mack as if he was rubbish. Um, I mean, he is. Uh, <laughs> no, he was. He's all right. But um, he did tell me when he did Soccer Aid uh, yeah. last year, there was a thing where they, they wore these heart monitors every day so they could see in training how much people had worked, how many miles you'd run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and he said every day. I mean, you know, don't forget, Lee's 10, 15 years older than most people. Uh, you know, who were playing. He's in his, you know, mid forties, and not most these, people. These... Most people no, not most people. Most people <laughs> playing a, soccer. He paused there. He's he's ten, fifteen years old than most people. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he every day he was bottom. Like they come in at the end of the day, and there he was bottom. He'd done the least miles and yeah. uh, and <laughs> the least effort. And he was like, he was sort of getting to him a little bit, like you know, because he felt like the lads were laughing at him a bit or whatever, you know, and. Uh, he said one day he came in and he looked on the board for yesterday and he was second from bottom. Oh. And he was like, oh, my God. You'll never guess who was bottom. Who was bottom? Darius Vassell was bottom. Well, he just got like a really like slow resting heartbeat, though. Cause he's well, so it's, it's down to like miles ran as well. And, oh, is it? Oh, okay. And, and, yeah, and all just... that. So, no, it's not just heartbeat. And, yeah. um and so, so basically, he'd beat him by uh, he, he Lee, Lee had run two miles, say, and uh, and Darius had done half a mile, something right. like that. So he'd beat him by a mile and a half. And the next person's done like ten or fifteen. Yeah, but they're they're both at the bottom. So he's like waiting for Darius to come in, like giving it. Oh, I'm rubbing his hands together, like he's gonna get this now when he comes in. He goes, Darius, when he comes in, he says, "Seen the board?" And he says, "Oh yeah, yeah." Look, he said, "Look at the bottom there." Look, I've been bottom every day. Look who's bottom. Look who's bottom for yesterday. Darius has a little look and he says, Lee, I wasn't here yesterday. <laughs> I wasn't here. He was just pottering around his house. Someone, oh. had just, someone had moved the heart monitor just from one part of the, the building to, to another the other. part and of the that building. that was enough to <laughs> just enough be below to, Lee Mack. To almost beat Lee Mack. <laughs> Effort put in. <laughs> I was um, no, I am. I'm looking forward to eventually playing at Soccer Aid. Uh, it's um, I've always enjoyed watching it and thought, oh, I've quite fancied that. I think we all, especially blokes, I think there's all there's always a part of our brain that thinks, ah, maybe I could have, maybe I could have gone semi-pro. I could have, I could have been a professional. <laughs> I don't think I ever thought that. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. Actually. No, I could pinpoint. I used to be all right at football. I was in the sort of yeah. football team at school, and then I just sort of grew when I was like 15, 16, and it then I, I can't sort of handle, the gravity all changed, and I sort of yeah. I sort of play yeah. like <laughs> Peter Crouch should play. <laughs> yeah. I'm the wrong, you know, I know just exactly sort of, what you, mean. you know what I mean? Everything's in the wrong place now. <laughs> well, I was getting nervous because I, like, I would be, uh, I was thinking, well, may I play on the left maybe, I've got left foot, so I'll play on the left. I'd have been like, I've if got I had a left, left wing, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can, I'm, it's better than my right foot, should I say. Um, <laughs> Roberto Carlos was playing at left back. You're not going to knock him out. Eric team, Cantona yeah. is, yeah. is playing in the middle. I was thinking, oh, that would have been a bit too. Because there's a weird thing that happens with celebrity football matches and these these games when you end up playing with professionals. I played one for Comic Relief a few years ago, and I remember Ian Rush was up front. I was up front with Ian Rush, the two of us. And at the beginning, I was like, oh my god, it's Ian Rush. I was like shaking his hand when back in the day when you were allowed to do that. Yeah. And I said, I said, uh, Mr. Rush, uh, what a privilege it is to meet you. You know, I mean, I was a Man City fan growing up, but still, your, you know, what you did for the game and watching you uh, every week was still an absolute joy. Like you're one of my favourite players who played for another club. Just thanks for everything you did. And then twenty minutes into the game, you're giving it, Rushy, Rushy. I was through then, mate. I was through. Keep your eyes open. Oh, selfish, man. Selfish. <laughs> your tash is rubbish. <laughs> I never like milk. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is with us till 11 o'clock this morning. 
morning. Morning. Uh, or 12, if you're listening on the uh, the decade stations, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, 20s, and classic rock are the ones going there. I've been listening to the 80s one quite a bit, actually, having a little bit in the kitchen. Yeah, because obviously I don't get to listen to uh, to, our, to my own show, usually, because... No, normally you do, don't you? Yeah, um, but we uh, we we stuck it, we actually stuck it on last week <laughs> on Sunday morning and listened to, my, to to me and you chatting and having a chuckle. Um, it's quite frustrating actually. I was going I was doing that thing where my wife wasn't really listening, and uh, and I was going, oh, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> she was not interested. Yeah. No, listen to this bit because Steve Steve does a thing in the night. Listen, listen. Not bothered at all. Not bothered, not bothered. at all. No, no. no. Um, but we've been talking uh, this morning about things that you have gotten out of because of a lockdown situation. Is there something that you were trying to get out of, and you've used the lockdown as a bit of an excuse? Not mm. to have to do those things. Samantha says, Jason, it's got me out of doing the school run every morning and asking the kids 10 billion times to put their shoes and coats on. It has been a godsend. Yeah, I must yeah. say, I've not, I've not missed the getting the kids up for school, you know? No. Yeah. Are they sleeping in more, yours? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've sort of delayed our school days now. I mean, it's Easter holidays now, so we've relaxed a bit, but... Um, I, the first couple of weeks, we were like still getting up at half seven, getting ready, and then and yeah, starting. Everyone seems you know, to be sleeping in a bit more. Not a lot more, but a little no. bit more. We're not we're not seven anymore. We're we're eight. Yes. Have you noticed that? Um, that even though you're doing nothing with your day, you're still about four o'clock in the afternoon could do with a nap. Yeah, tired. Yeah. What That's is that you're about? Not doing How are we so you're tired? Not doing any exercise. You need to have a little walk, don't you? That's, That's probably what it is. I've started marching up and down the garden for about <laughs> twenty minutes. It's about sort of, <laughs> you know, up and down about four hundred times. Just have to, you been getting out and having, doing your exercise, like doing a walk around the Twickenham area? I do a little walk around the block. I don't go very yeah. far. No. And then you're crossing the road. I mean, the big danger is getting hit by a car because you see someone coming. You're like, I've got to get. You can see a mile yeah, you're away. You just walk into the road, don't you? Yeah. You see someone There's trying no to keep you six foot. Yeah. I know. But you see we've them like 400 yards away going, somebody coming. And you both go to cross the road. Yeah, we've been uh, cycling a little bit in the mornings, like a really quiet uh, cycle path. And uh, we've been doing that over morning, which has been beautiful. And yeah. uh, we feel very fortunate to have that near near our house. But um, and we And you never see anybody. But on the rare occasion you do, like there's like a, a tight footpath, and we're looking at this guy coming with his dog, and we're on our bikes thinking, what we're going to do here? Because there's not six yeah. foot between us, like. And this guy ended up just walking, like yeah. climbing over and, and walking into a field, like just to get away, <laughs> just get away yeah. from other people. He was taking it's weird because everyone's, to... yeah, no people do. People don't acknowledge that they're going to move so far. They don't even look at you, but then they no. do do a big, massive. It's like you don't Big exist, art. but you clearly do. <laughs> I, know. I know, but that's the that's the work, the new world we live in. Uh, Karen says, "I bought my fourteen-year-old daughter tickets to see her favourite boy band in May. She's devastated. It would have been her first ever concert. I'm not so devastated about being stood in the standing area with thousands of hormonal teenage girls screaming." I yeah. could see how that would be a bonus, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we had, I presume she's talking about the same gig. We had tickets for McFly uh, yeah. in Manchester that the, the, the girls were very excited about seeing. Um, so, and they, they're, they're gutted. And what yeah. the flip side of that is now they play McFly song. I mean, every day. Alexa, play McFly oh, every, oh, every day. So, yeah. you know... <laughs> It's, you, you give with one, you take a three. Yeah, you win some, you lose some, innit? <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Jamie says the wife had booked us in to do an inflatable fun run. That doesn't sound fun. Oh, no, that an inflatable yeah, that, 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 fun run. The fun's in inverted commas, isn't it? Fun yeah, the run. fun run, I've never understood the phrase fun run. It's like an no. oxymoron. Don't yeah, make sense. fun run. No, it's not fun run. The training has been a non-starter for me from the very start. So she's been training. Jamie's been doing nout. Uh, yeah. So he's obviously dead chuffed. It's now, <laughs> it's now been uh, binned. Yeah. Uh, her, on the other hand, is feeling slightly deflated. He's threw a little gag in there as well. Oh, Fair play, Jamie. Good. Yeah, well done. Well done. Grabbing <laughs> that. You've let you down, the school down. Gillian uh, Cassidy says, Jason, it's gotten me out of sitting through my 10 year old daughter's school play every single night for 15 nights when it was due to run. It was The Wizard of Oz. And turns out the line, there's no place like home, is spot on. 
Yeah. People have it, turned yeah. into George Carlin this morning. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I don't <laughs> want to watch out kids. The gags. <laughs> yeah. Just out the one-liners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donna says, just before the lockdown, I discovered my 15-year-old thought I was planning him a surprise 16th birthday party. I wasn't. However, he now thinks I was, and unfortunately, it's been cancelled. <laughs> Oh, well, that's it, yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, oh the things I had planned. Oh, well, never mind. All oh, your mates were going to be there. Oh, I'd got some holograms of all your favourite stars. <laughs> they were going to perform. Oh. Anyway, never mind, eh? Ah, well, 15 for another year. Shit in your fist. Yeah. There's quite a few people got our parties. Charlotte Rudd says, uh, having to go to two kids' parties, awful for the kids, but brilliant for mummies. Uh, yeah. Karen says, my best friend was invited to a mutual friend's engagement due this month, but I wasn't invited. Now it's cancelled due to the lockdown. In your mm. face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's really angry about hard. not being invited. Yeah. That's well harsh, isn't it? Don't invite oh, me. Invited by party don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> That is impressive. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that is really angry. Jason Manford. Good morning. It's Jason Manford and Steve Edge here. Uh, we've just had to uh, reset our system there because um, there was the delay between our voices was getting so much, Steve. That, it was um, like a two Ronnie sketch, wasn't it? It was like doing that mastermind sketch. It was the first yeah. thing that came into my head. <laughs> so what were you going to say? Because I was asking, it was like a yeah. two. That's good. Literally, it was, it was like, like a two Ronnie sketch. <laughs> And you were answering the qu- on the question before last. It was like a dear Ronnie's game, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Still doing it. What do we normally associate with Bedlam? Breakfast television. What are jock straps? Nutcases. Like, yeah, it was rel- that. relentless. Uh, so we're talking this morning about uh, th- things that the lockdown has gotten you out of. Has your life changed uh, a lot, Steve, with uh, what's been going on? Well, yeah, because we've just stayed in the house. I mean, I've just, I'm just yeah. trying to sort of remain positive and like do things around the house, like I've sort of been cleaning out the shed and putting up shelves here. And I cut my son's hair yesterday just because he, because he needed it, really needed it. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it's hot. He's got thick hair. He gets it from me. He got really thick hair, <laughs> and uh, and I just, <laughs> I just gave it a little, a little trim. I didn't have any of the right tools, but it looks all right. That's as far as I'll go. All right. And my wife yeah. sent a photograph to her friend, who's an actual hairstylist. And he, uh, I know. I was like, don't send it, Nikolai. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit harsh, yeah. He said it was all right. Uh, and I said, "Is he being polite?" And she said, "No, he he would properly go for it if it oh, if he really? weren't." So yeah, so funny. It's all right. It's all right as far as I'll say. But you know, it's away from his ears a bit and not so heavy <laughs> on the, the main top. Thing. Yeah, that's the main thing. Well, a lot of people have messaged me on uh, social media about things they've managed to sort of get out of. Yeah. Because of the uh, the lockdown, Barbara said, "My friend had decided that we should start cycling again. Uh, my body is not made for lycra." Uh, or any physical exertion. No, nobody's so got made for like a really. No, of course it's not. Uh, thank God this hasn't happened. To be fair, though, Barbara, you are still allowed to go on a little cycle. Yeah. You know, as long as you're with it, you know, it's a quiet area and you're so still Five within. Five miles of your ass uh, as well. Don't go don't, yeah, travelling too and far. As exactly, you're not like going for more than an hour. Then you sort of can still do that, Barbara, if you want. You don't have to wear Lycra, though. I don't think that's... No one's going to force you to do it. Well, yeah, they say half an hour of exercise. It takes about half an hour to get that lycra on. So that's it done, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're done, yeah. You're, done. yeah. you're not even left the house. Take it off again. Sit in front of the deli. <laughs> Stick the Tour de France on from last year. Yeah. Uh, Caroline Hodgson says, my husband was supposed to be going snowboarding for a week in France. So it's got me out of a week of solo parenting. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah, that's the spirit. He that's sat there. The absolutely gutted. <laughs> Just stood on his snowboard in the kitchen. Imagine he's going over dunes and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Kate Wilson says, we should have been in Legoland today, so it's got me out of being asked a million times for an ice cream, told someone is thirsty or hungry, refereeing two feral children, stuck in a never-ending queue with everyone in Windsor for the same three rides. Every cloud, eh? 
Yeah, that's the attitude. That's the spirit. That's the spirit, guys. Uh, And Amy Hollier says, Jason, I'm really sad that I didn't have to shell out 80 to 90 quid for two pairs of new school shoes. I've dodged that bullet for now. Yeah. Yeah. That will come back again, of course. I know. I've seen some people doing homeschooling and making their kids get in full school uniform. That's too far. That's a bit. Yeah, you don't. (laughs) Come on, guys. You my mother-in-law was meant to go and watch the my Who mother-in-law. yesterday. My mother-in-law. She was meant to go and watch the Who yesterday. <laughs> oh, I said. No, she said... Uh, All the mice are throwing But they cancelled, obviously. <laughs> they cancelled it, obviously. So um, we had a yes. little Who day. Just played Who records and uh, watched That's a bit of videos nice and stuff. Yeah, we had That's a little Who nice day idea. for her. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, we, well, every day is McFly Day in this house, as I've said, so yeah. <laughs> every cloud. Well, what a day. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Now, last week we cheered up the nation, Steve, by bringing them the story uh, that we'd found online about the goats loose oh, in Landudno. Landudno, yeah. Yeah, Landudno. Uh, this week, of course, I've tried to find another story that I think will pick people's spirits up, uh, keeping the morale going for at least a couple of days. Researchers, Steve, researchers have discovered that male dolphins can form boy bands to sing to females. Wow. Yes. Really? I've, this has rocked your world, hasn't it? Most yeah. people assume boy bands like NSYNC, One Direction, the Backstreet Boys and BTS are only seen in human form. However, researchers have discovered that another species on this planet enjoys forming a group to bust out some dulcet tones. During their observation of male dolphins off the coast of Western Australia, scientists have found the animals like to attract females by joining together to harmonise and sing. Wow. Isn't that a lovely story? Isn't that nice, yeah. I'd like to hear that. that. See what that sounds like. Like three or four of them get together. Yeah. they, They just clicked. I imagine. <laughs> yep, there you <laughs> go. There's the gag there. Uh, there an go. article published <laughs> in the journal has revealed these dolphins in Shark Bay. I mean, brave dolphins as well. Yeah. They live in Shark Bay. Well, they're more like sort of, yeah, like a sort of rap group then, aren't they? In South Central LA, more than a boy band. They're into come from the wrong... The wrong side of the sunken ship, yes. or whatever it is, in the in the in the ocean. That's them. Yeah. yeah. DWA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. WA synchronised their uh, popping calls, which reportedly have a magnetic effect on females. Well, that's not dissimilar mm. to One Direction. The team of scientists, yeah, led by exactly. Stephanie King at the University of Bristol, was intrigued by reports of dolphins harmonising to get ahead in their reproductive dance. The researchers analysed seven groups of male dolphins to see whether their pops were synchronised deliberately or just by chance. Her team noticed that the dolphins might start popping together to keep a female from swimming away. Well, we've, we've seen that in just out and about. Yo, 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 yeah. sweetheart, sweet babe. Yeah. Now, come here, yeah. mate. My mate likes you. Like, it's just... Yeah, that's that, it's isn't the it? the yeah. equivalent of that, isn't They're it? clicking, though. It's a bit West Side Story, isn't it? Just yeah, a, there's a nice... Just a, yeah. yeah. Just getting all around the boat and stuff, yeah. Stephanie King says, outside of humans, very few animals coordinate both vocal signals and physical movement when working together. We have wow. shown that allied male dolphins not only synchronise their movements, but also coordinate their voice behaviour when cooperating together in alliances. The things... Mm-hmm. Lads will do to get laid. Do you, do they do the dolphins start on the stool and then when it gets to the bridge, do they all stand up together and start clicking? Key change! <laughs> yeah. Up, yeah. And then just all get up together <laughs> as they rise up. Hey, the good thing dolphins. is if, if one of them leaves because they fall out, you can replace yeah, it. Another no one one, no. Yeah, you won't even know, yeah. Like, like a goldfish. Same. <laughs> same one. Is it? What yeah, yeah, called? yeah. I'm, I'm going to go sea life. No, yeah, see, life's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blue, blue's good as well. I like dolphin boy pants. Love it. Getting touch on on social. I'm well, I'm well up for hearing your dolphin boy band names on Twitter and Facebook over the next week. Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford. Where real music matters. Who do you reckon's uh, key workers, Steve? When it comes to all this, you, obviously you've got your NHS staff, haven't you? In the yeah, front line. Well, who's next? There. Who's next in the? Yeah, who goes? And then you've got your, your bin men and your cleaners and your shop workers. Yeah, and that's, obviously that's your the main ones, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, scientists. Would you say scientists are included? Scientists, yeah, they're they're key. Yeah. Yes, they're key workers. Somebody's... You would say so, wouldn't you? Are all scientists, I though, Steve, so. are all scientists included? 
Oh, the, Let me say about these guys. That, uh, that, that ear on a mouse's back. Maybe not them guys. <laughs> right. Well, I would. you'd think scientists were, and then there's these lads, yeah. OK? Mm-hmm. Scientists have come up with a smart toilet that recognises users by their anal print. Key workers, though? Okay. Are they key workers? Uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. It's essential. Is it essential? Yeah. Is it, do we need, Was that an essential journey, right Doctor? I don't think, yeah. Well. <laughs> Professor, was that, was that an essential journey? Was it? No, I don't think this is an essential. Uh, no, not all scientists. Not all scientists. It's not essential. No. Uh, let me tell you the story, though. Um, a smart toilet has been developed by a lab at Stanford University that can scan a person's bowel movements as well as their anal print. Did you know that your bumhole print was unique. No, but I like you know that the it's a good chat line, isn't it? You get <laughs> it. Really is. Print. I know. I don't know if I want that going into the system. <laughs> I don't like the word anal print. That's two words that just don't really. <laughs> I just think together. of like a stamp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a potato print. <laughs> yeah, yeah like leaving wanna... its mark, basically. <laughs> I mean, they're saying it's like no stamp. different to fingerprint recognition technology. But the last mm, thing you want to do though, is... isn't it? <laughs> it is a lot different, yeah. The last thing you want to do is go for a poo and end up getting fitted up for some unsol- unsolved armed robbery from the 1980s. Yeah, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, The Butthole Murderer. Uh, That's a good podcast. They should download that one. <laughs> I'd listen to that. Um, the, the toilet has a system to scan fingerprints on the flush handle and a camera that identifies people by their anus to make sure the data is for a specific person using the toilet. And not, I knew it was you. a camera in there. <laughs> here he is again. Who no, left this one in here? Uh, yeah. Well, why don't we check me. VAR? Let's have a little look. <laughs> VARs. VARs, yeah. Oh, God. The delay let me down there. <laughs> I think we were bang on. <laughs> Damn you, we know, it seems... <laughs> we know it seems weird, but as it turns out, your anal print is unique. Uh, Dr. Uh, Sungmin Park... Stop flirting with me. Sounds like you're flirting with me. Your anal print is unique. <laughs> A co- a co-author of a paper about the smart toilet published in the journal Nature on Monday noted in a blog post that the prints are not a new concept. Painter Salvador Dali figured out that a person's anus had 35 or 37 unique creases. Hart also explained that the photos taken by the toilet would be stored securely, just in case you were worried about your, yeah. your bum information getting yeah, out there into there the real for world. everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did, I mean, he, this guy's a scientist. How did Salvador Dali first note that there were 30 or 40 unique I mean, things? he must have seen what a was, lot what of... What sort of work was he doing? I thought he was just a painter. <laughs> He's not a scientist, is he? No. How he found that out? Yeah, that does, that, <laughs> that's something you don't stumble across, is it? No. Uh, he must have I had the theory... This. <laughs> when he came in. I said this. How do you know? <laughs> just let, have you seen the melting clock? <laughs> Stop changing the subject, darling. I don't fancy the camera in the toilet, though. I mean, like no, that's the one place you can the just... handle and everything. Yeah, I mean, that's the one place you can be by yourself. I don't want to start combing my bum hole every time I go to the toilet. <laughs> no, no, you don't want to do that. I don't want to clean that camera either. No, <laughs> what a horrendous way to end a show. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, what else can we end with? <laughs> well, you know what? What can you do? The show's the show. <laughs> yep. We're stuck, guys. I mean, it took me three days to find these stories. Mm. I'm desperate. <laughs> Matters. What you got planned for your bank holiday, Steve? Um, I think I'm for a change. I think we're going to go away. We're going. I'm going to go from one end of the sofa to the other end. I think. Yeah, just move it, nice. you know, Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I've slept in the spare room a couple of nights. Uh, just it's feels nice. like, like you're in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> but without the <laughs> breakfast. Nice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we uh, we camped out the other day. We got the tent up in the living room. Oh, see, I saw and, the uh, photographs of this. Nice idea. Yeah. 
kids all slept in there. And, and what I didn't realise, but off the back of it, I've been told, is that this weekend there is a national garden campout uh, to is raise that? money for the NHS. Yeah, thousands of campers uh, are going to sleep in tents, camper vans, and in their front room at home to raise money for the NHS in the fight against coronavirus. Uh, this fella, Ian Alcon, came up with the idea for Saturday's Great British Campout for thinking of ways to entertain his children. People who, who took part uh, have been asked to donate £2 to a Just Giving page and up to now more than £80,000 has been raised for the NHS charities together. That's oh, amazing, that's nice. isn't it? That's a good idea. That's nice. That I didn't know that. It's a really good idea. Uh, so there's and there's like entertainment on Facebook Live with a quiz and yoga class and 1980s band uh, with singer Richard Howell. So there's loads going on. Uh, get onto the Great British Campout Facebook page uh, and see when they're next doing that. That should be that be well well exciting. Getting involved when lots of people are doing it. Yeah. I mean, I did we one did of the not. camper van, but my um, the parking's terrible on our street, so my camper van's in front of somebody's house. Oh yeah, no, we... I mean, he just wake up and go, "What's going on here?" <laughs> yeah. We 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 were all right. The tent was easy enough to get get in and and get up. It's quite a big one, and um, obviously getting the tent pegs into the floor was hard. A nightmare, um, isn't it? That was a nightmare. Yeah, but it was worth it. <laughs> worth it to see the little smiles on their faces. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, just nail them uh, in. Shouldn't have probably set the, the uh, footstool on fire, but you know we wanted to. The, we wanted the authentic, authentic in it. It's authentic yeah. in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't have right. put the poo in the sink, <laughs> 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 and then throw a load of peat on top of it. But you know, yeah. Anyway, I've got a picture of that. Actually, I've got a camera in there. Oh, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, thanks for joining us. As always, absolute pleasure. The podcast will be up uh, after 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, please get in touch on social media. It's always lovely to hear from you. Stay safe, stay inside. Uh, thanks to all the people working uh, the backsides off out there, keeping the country going. Uh, we, your your work is not going unnoticed. So thank you very much. And uh, Steve, I'll, I'll speak to you. Well, I'll probably speak to you in about 20 minutes, but I'll speak, right. speak to you on air in front of everybody next week. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.